What's up, Cam? How you doing? Doing good, Mike. How are we doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for the time. I just had a couple um, off, actually, just coaching technique stuff off the last game. Um, the for Pop, um, you want him catching that ball, right? The one that bounced and then go, or is that too far away from him to do that? I'm, I'd be curious how you approach that one. Yeah, the, the first thing we always tell every returner when they're back there, whatever decision they make in the game, we're gonna we're gonna live with that decision because you don't want to go into it and say, hey, you should have done this, should have done that, because then they start second guessing their decision making back there. So we always tell them, look, we'll, we'll talk about it on on Mondays once we get back in the office and everything. But when they make a decision on game day, we want to make a conscious decision, feel confident in the decision making, whether to be aggressive, not be aggressive, to field the ball. You know, because a lot of times when those balls are short and a punter miss hits the ball, those are the ones that have the most movement on them and the points up and it's falling. And you don't know exactly where it's going to fall down. So we want to make sure we're not going to have a muff there where you're running up through the traffic. You know, and he's just got to make a decision whether he thinks he can field and get to the ball or do I not have enough time to get underneath that football? You know, obviously you'd like to save the 22 yards of the roll or 20 yards of the roll right there. Um, and so that's something you talk about with him once you get back in here on Monday. And, and likewise, a technique question um, for the Gunners on the punt that Bryce, it, it looked like it landed in the end zone. So it maybe wouldn't have made a difference, but maybe there's a chance if, how do the Gunners, what's the coaching point to have them locate where the ball is? Well, the returner Berrios is doing a nice job selling, you know, the fact right. that it's where, you know, maybe not where it really is. Yeah. So, so that's a lot of be do with like, uh, where's the ball being punted from? you know, and, and the punter and you know, communication, that's the kind of stuff on the sideline that goes into it where are we going to be able to get down there and down the ball or does Bryce just have to hit a normal football, which, you know, a traditional spiral. And if he's hitting a traditional spiral, you're really playing more to the returner. Then, you know, as, uh, you know, schools and Matt were occurring in that instance, you know, they're covering and it's just a reaction thing. So as they go down, like you said, Barrios did a good job to pull them forward. Same thing we teach our guys is, hey, if you're not going to field it, entice the returners to, gunners to come to you as the returner, and hopefully you can get that ball. I mean, it hits, you know, like I said, like a half a yard deep. So once you get down there in those instances, you're really trying to play off of one another. Like if you both get there, then you can late react and realize, hey, he's not fielding the ball. Um, but it goes back to where actually you're putting the ball from. So like, you know, Bryce, you know, it's a 40-yard, 65, 63-yard punt, whatever it was, you know, good punt. It just happens to hit one yard deep. Whereas if he hits a different style punt, it may actually hang up in that wind, and the ball may be coming down the 22-yard line. So there's a lot of conversations with, you know, pregame of, hey, what ball are we going to hit at what yard line? And that kind of – then you communicate to the gunners like, hey, in these situations at this yard line, we're going to play more aggressive to the returner. Or, hey, you know, you've seen Slayer go behind and catch the ball multiple times. Hey, we're going to play one guy behind one guy to the returner. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Bob Sosi. Hey, Cam. How are you? Good, Andrew. How are we doing? Doing well. I uh, wanted to ask about Chad. I know it's a, a small sample and he's a rookie, but the last three games hasn't missed a kick um, and weather factors in and, and the field conditions. But as far as those last three, four weeks, uh, what have you seen from him? Any growth? Yeah, no, he's continuing to get better every day, you know, and, and that's the thing. Going out there, getting repetition in the team periods, working on his own on the side with, you know, Bryce and Joe. And, and that's is the whole process of it. Like how many reps are you actually getting as a specialist operation? The more reps, the more times you do anything over and over, the better you're going to be. Um, and you can continue to see that growth in him and his approach to the game every day. And as you work, it's like if you change the operation, then there's a little bit of, a, you know, you don't really think about it. Um, so I think as watching the game, 
but it does come with some familiarity and those guys working with one another um, to be on the same page. So the more reps you can get as a specialist with the other two specialists, you know, that's just going to help you build on that. And, you know, he's done a good job finishing through the ball and keeping his eyes down through the contact. So, you know, hopefully he continues to do what he's done the last few weeks and, you know, just keep moving forward with it. I think as rookies go, the more they play, the more confidence they get, you know, and just keeps, you know, hopefully building off of that. Appreciate it, Kim. Thanks, Andrew. So we have two more questions, Bob Sosie and Chris Rye. All right, thanks, Dave. Good morning, Cam. Morning. How are we doing? I'm doing well. This question is kind of related to Mike's about uh, the the punt with Demario, and in that situation, you've got Washington coming up, and it's a bit out of left field. But one of the games Bill has often talked about in the past is the win game when he was with the Giants between the Giants and Washington in the NFC Championship, and the difference that Phil McConkey made catching punts, returning punts, and the number of hidden yards that were accounted for in that game. Two, two things. I'm, I'm curious, are you familiar with it? If you, you heard him talk about it? And two, do you guys do an assessment of hitting yards on plays like that where there's a bounce and the roll both for and against? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Bob, if you've heard him speak about it, so, you know, we've uh, definitely talked about any time there's a, a good situational or special teams uh, game that, you know, he's coaching so many um there's times he references games and you know you got to make sure you're up tune on that because you never know when it's going to come back again and um but you know his recall is amazing on that stuff but we definitely talk about games where the wind has been factors um and we talk about you know hey you've got to make a good decision so you don't give up those hidden yardage you know um to your point you know that's whether it's the hidden yards we're gaining by you know sticking the ball on the four yard line and not allowing the touchback you know you're gaining 16 yards there and you could have lost um, you know, in the game with Bryce at that great punt, or you're talking about filling the punt and now they're getting a roll. So we definitely look at like, hey, be aggressive, make sure you can fill the punts. We don't want to give up those rolls, you know. Same thing as if you're playing, like you say, a win game and maybe the wind is in their face, you don't want to go up there and muffle ball because it's not going to roll very much. Um, whereas if it's the wind's at their back, that's going to roll. So you want to make sure you're filling those balls a little bit more aggressively in those situations. So it's not so much we talk about it in the game, like, hey, we got to protect the hidden yardage It's more so the situation is, Hey, which way is the wind playing, not playing? Um, how aggressive do we want to field the ball knowing it may or may not roll? Um, the same with they, if the call it the turf is soft, is the ball going to bounce is, you know, if it's a grass field or is it wet, is it going to roll or is it going to stop? So there's those elements that you actually communicate and you talk to the specialist about um, the returns in general uh, about fielding the balls and how aggressive to be or, or not be um, if the ball is to hit the ground. And, and very quickly about hang time, what's an optimum hang time for you guys? Is there a goal that you shoot for on a punt? Well, it all depends on the distance and the, and the correlating. So, um, you know, if you're hitting caught the plus 50 ball, where your ball's at the midfield, um, you know, you're looking at the 4-4 ball hang time because you're not trying to get as much on the football. You know, you're not trying to drive the football with the same distance because you're trying to hit that ball if your yard line's the 50, you're call it trying to hit it 42, 43 yards. You're not trying to hit the ball 50 yards. So it's going to be a less hang time. Um, then after that, we just try to have correlating hang times. So if you hit a 45-yard punt, you really want to say call it around a 4-7. 4-6 uh, is ideal. Um, you don't want a 45-yard punt at 4-3. You know, so that's that's where it's got, it's got to increase. As the yards increases, the hang times have to increase. Um, and if you ever do hit a short punt, we want to make sure a short punt is as high as possible. Uh, the worst punch you can have is 
one down the middle of the field with a low hang time because, you know, your gunners are struggling to get there. They're going to catch the thing running and they have 52 yards, you know, to run either way. Um, that's the worst punch you can have. So anytime you do hit a punt like that, you want to make sure you're just getting them up um, so your gunners can react and get down to the field. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Bob. And last question, Chris Ryan. Hey, Cam, how are you? Going, Chris. How are we doing? Good. Um, another question uh, kind of off the, the Pop Douglas play from Miami. And you mentioned some of the determining factors, but, you know, when you coach, how do you determine, you know, which way the ball is going to bounce, basically, the odd shape of the football? You mentioned the turf, the wind, and all that. And is there any data on, you know, it, when the ball drop, uh, drops, which direction it's going to, to go in uh, based upon those, those conditions? You know, the, the once it hits the ground, you're talking about once it actually hits the ground. Once it hits uh, the ground, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 tough. I'm gonna steal this remote here because I'm just a visual person. Um, so like once the once the ball hits the ground, it's tough to see which way it's gonna go. The most consistent bounce is the first one. So most of the time, whichever direction the ball is hitting, it's gonna bounce that same way. The second bounce, it's a call it a crutch shoot. You don't know you don't know where that second ball is gonna go. Um, so we tell the guys like once you get over there, you try to get in front of the ball because it's no different than fielding a baseball. That Sunday hop is first. That that first hop is usually pretty clean when you can get it and throw. Um, so you want to get in front of the ball. That second bounce, that second hop, it's you know you really don't have an idea because of the football shape. Where is it going to go? Um, now if it just sticks and it's hitting end over end, then you know it's just going to continue on the same path. It's the ones that are really call it the nose is up of a football, and it's like call it falling back this way, back away from the returner. The missing balls, when those hit, they can go any direction. So it's a lot to do with, like, where is the ball, what type of ball did the punter hit, and then where's that first bounce. If it's just a true end over end, it's usually going to continue on the same way. If it came down and it was a nose up, ball hitting the ground, it's going to bounce any direction. So the way we tell our guys is to understand it is, look, get in front of the ball, be ready to feel it on the first bounce because that's usually the cleanest. When in doubt and you're not sure, don't be over aggressively laying out like, we're not trying to, you know, make a play on third base or anything like line drive. Like, let's just make sure we clean, we catch it. We can either get down for guys there or you can return it. Thank you. Thanks, Chris.